Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rollison, otherwise known as T-Roll, joined by my wonderful friends, Anthony Amato and Justin Sandoval. Guys, we're here to talk about some Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 7, Episode 2. How are you guys feeling? Oh, man, Episode 2, man. Let this keep rolling. I want the weeks to keep going. I want a good outcome here. I want to wrap this season up with a bow. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, building a lot of story, and you're seeing a lot of st- things start being laid out for the potential of where the rest of this season is going. Yeah, how was uh, Justin? How was it not being able to watch it live on Wednesday? Yeah, no, it, it kind of hurt, man. I had to watch it actually on Friday, man. Oh, you yeah, had to wait two, two days? Day, two days, Ooh. yeah. I was really tempted to text y'all a group message on yeah. Wednesday, too, but I knew you weren't watching yeah, it live. Yeah, so. unfortunate, man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I had to be work at work at uh, 4 a.m. on Thursday, so I Ooh. did not watch it on yeah. Wednesday either. You weren't so. you weren't staying up for that 10 p.m. start, huh? No. Wow. <laughs> hey, but it's understandable. You were there live, though, right? Yeah. I was watching it live. With the, Reddit, the, I'm sure. And the the <laughs> yes, the big benefit of watching it live is there's a whole live discussion thread on Reddit. Yeah. yeah. Which is is totally different than the post episode discussion thread because the live one is nothing but just like. Just like quick thoughts, like yeah. no one's actually thought through anything; they're just reacting. Yeah, just like pure reaction yeah. to each little thing. You know? It's all those hot takes that if you were to look back on something later, you'd be like, "Oh, I probably don't want anyone to see that." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of quick thoughts, um, but it's it was a ton of fun. So, uh, yeah. So, Agents of Shield, season seven, episode two. The uh, the title for the episode is "Know Your Onions." Yes, all know right. Your onions. It is. Know your onions, and um, yeah. So we're gonna before we get into spoilers. Um, you know, if you haven't, uh, yeah. Actually, real quick, overall thoughts generally on this episode before we get into spoilers. Uh, I feel like I've just my fandom has programmed me to automatically like love anything, yeah, like Marvel or Age yeah. of the Shield. But I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed the episode. Uh, yeah, I really feel like it did lay a lot of groundwork for what the what's to come in the season. Uh, I, they had a lot of, of fun moments, and it also actually had a, a couple of serious moments as well. So yeah, uh, overall, I think it was a quality episode in my eyes. Uh, but I may be a Marvel Disney brainwashed. You're so little, you're yeah. a little biased. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, but, uh, you're a little biased. I mean, yeah. we are all a little An- bit. Anthony, how about you? Just general thoughts? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I liked the episode a lot. I felt like it was de- uh, definitely a, you could tell it was an early season sh- episode. Um, and just in the sense that it was a lot about building and potential foreshadowing. A lot of that kind of stuff you could really sell that, you know, they were bu- definitely building towards something and that, you know, a lot of these things are going to come back and you're going to learn about them later in the season. So I was definitely um, looking at it as a, this is a building block. It's like, you know, you see the foundation of a house and you're like, I mean, that doesn't really look like anything, but then, you know, you know how important that is to the um, final, uh, the final look of the house. So, yeah, you know, I thought it was, it was good. I mean, I enjoyed it again, very similar to what you said, Justin, I'm probably always going to feel just a little inclined to be a big fan uh, I mean, it wasn't as, you know, the season premiere was really, really, really good. Yeah. Episode yeah. one had so much. And the best, one of the best things about episode one is you have no idea where it's going. There's a, a few different fronts that it's going on. And really in this episode, there's really just one major storyline in this episode. So it was a little more fine. It was a little more like laser focused, honed in. 
Um, but it wasn't bad at all. It was just no. it was just different than episode yeah. one. So uh, in light of that, um, yeah, let's get into it. We're going to talk spoilers now, guys. So if you are listening and you have not watched episode two, we advise you to pause this podcast and, of course, come back to it later. Um, but, yeah, we are going to talk about um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Season 7, Episode 2, Know Your Onions, with spoilers. So the first thing I want to say is, what happened to the whole Ripples and Waves thing, man? Oh, yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> they kind of just started uh Yeah, just telling everybody, waves, dude, dude, which I guess, like, you know, the big thing is they're talking to Koenig about, like, Everything from the future, but then it looks like freely. at the end of, they give that information yes, freely, freely, yeah. freely. Yes, and then at the end of the episode, it just seems like okay. Well, maybe I guess that's the main timeline. Like that, it seems like that's probably how his family became such a key integral part. Yeah, of that's Shield. how they were involved. Like uh, and Enoch getting left behind at yes. the end. Uh, yeah. I feel like yeah, he dude. maybe helps. Establish- yeah. He may be the the driving force for starting shield. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What? Like yeah, that's crazy. That was definitely I felt like a very important part of the episode is the whole. Um, Enoch being left behind and Kanan being solidified as an asset and building yeah. potential shield. Yeah. I will say this. The the episode, though, for me, was like Kanan was a huge highlight. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Huge, huge oh, yeah. highlight. First off, he, he says the line of the title yes. of the episode. Which oh, is, yes, yes, yes. Hey, she really knows her onions. <laughs> yeah. But he also said, in my mind, the best line of the whole episode, the funniest moment of the whole episode where I am literally watching in my home, like rolled over in, in laughter is when, um, uh, when Deke and Mac, they're fighting off the Chronicoms. Yeah. And then they show up in the car, him and Colson and, and, Kaning is just outside of the window with a gun. He says, "Die, coppers!" <laughs> yes, <laughs> and it just yes. felt like 1931 New York. Yes. Yeah, like this someone, yes. this guy f- finally got a drum gun. You know what I'm saying? Right. And he's yeah. just going to town. And oh my gosh, it was to me, it was the highlight, the the highest point of this episode. So Oof. let's talk about that. What are their high points? What are their highlights from this episode? For, that really stuck with you. For me, it was when the Chronicoms bust into the the joint. And uh, they are questioning Caning, and yeah. they're, they're still the bullet that was removed from uh, the the chick. We have no name for oh, her yeah. yet, right? It's in there uh, in the shot glass. Yeah. They, they, they said her names on the closed captions, but I forgot. Like Viola or something? Okay. Yeah, I okay. forgot it. I forgot it, though. But the bullet's still in her shot glass, and yeah. Caning notices it, and he goes up to it and takes a shot Just and swallows it. Swallows it. it. Yeah, and then later yeah. on, he's like, I took a bullet. I, I, bu- I took a shot for you guys. Yeah, which yeah. is a, another <laughs> yes. pun. Another pun. Literally yeah, did take great. a shot. That was a, that was a great <laughs> moment there. Yeah. Anthony, how about you? Any, like, just pure highlights? Um, I would say, like, the some of the biggest highlights were just, you know, some of the some of the fight scenes and just, you know, how, you know, coming up on it and some of the decisions they had to make were just, you know, a lot of, a lot of foreshadowing is what I saw. And those were some of the big moments that I was like, hmm, I feel like these moments are definitely going to be very important later in the season. Okay. So we'll get to that. We'll get to speculation in a little bit, but that's good. Glad you brought that up. Let's just – we're going to keep it with just, like, the general – the general highlights. I think too. This is this kind of gets back to Caning, and and there's a little bit of this from Freddie as well. I really love seeing 1931 people, like their reaction to like technology, whether oh, it's yeah, a walkie-talkie yeah, yeah. or Zephyr One. Like that was pure yeah. gold when they took off the blindfold of Caning, and he's just like, it looks like he's about to throw up. Yeah, yeah. Because could you imagine being in 1931 and then just like 
everything he saw, none of that exists yet. Yeah. None of that, you know? And he saw a robot. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And it, what is, the rock, we're on a rocket ship. We're yeah, on a, a rocket yeah. ship. Yeah. A rocket ship. <laughs> Um, so yeah, really fascinating. Um, I love, well, and then Freddie questioning the, the walkie talkie like, yeah, uh, you really, in, you really invented that or yeah. yeah, that's gotta be plugged in. No. Yeah. 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 The way, <laughs> he, the way <laughs> he said that. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's like, they're idiots. He's like dumb. Yeah. yeah. That's it's gotta, be plugged, gotta be plugged in. Yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> you guys know this. I love, 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 love talking about Enoch and his just, <laughs> oh, yes. his way of words. Right. So yes. I got, I got some highlights. Um. So weekly Enoch check. Yes, here, that's know? right. That's right. So, en- so first of all, Enoch just um turning into a, a warrior to oh, f- yes, to fight yes. May. I know what you're gonna say right here. Oh man. So um he says uh so he first of all he like jumps down and like confronts her and he says since we are at war I took the opportunity to upgrade to the hunter level combat skill package. (laughs) (laughs) And Mace says, a machine is still just a machine. And then Enoch like pauses and looks at her and he says, no need to make this personal. (laughs) Yes. He's so hurt by that. Yeah. He actually was hurt by that. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's, he's just, he is just gold, man. Yes. Truly gold. Yes. Um, yeah, so that's my weekly just and there's probably more. I'll probably remember some more Enoch stuff, yeah. but I'll have some more Enoch conversation when we talk about the end of the episode. Okay. Speculations. Yeah, Cause man. There's, cause there's a lot to build on there. But there is. we'll we'll get to that. Yeah. There is. Just shotgun blasting some more highlights though. Um how about Koenig dropping the marvelous line twice? Mm, yes. Mm, that yeah. was good too. Oh yeah. I love that. So uh yeah, just there's a few times in this episode where I was just like either laughing hysterically or just like yes, that's just just a full marking out, you know, yeah. like just going going nuts for something. So Pat Oswald has been a, a great addition to the season. Oh yes, uh, yes, yes. I mean, as of right now, he's in both episodes. He's a he's season regular right now, yep. and yes, I don't I don't yes. think he's signed on to be one though. But um, I'm really enjoying everything that he's doing with Caning right now. Yes, and uh, I mean, we kind of speculated that it was going to be in different uh, genres, and. Yeah. The end of the the end of this episode it shows them it explains why they have to take a jump again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I I really liked I really liked that part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One last uh, I can tell you guys are ready to get into some speculation. I'm ready. So to let get me into let that. me throw in yeah, one more ahead. really like I just I just love seeing people's reactions. Okay. And the acting so Freddie and I don't know the name of the actor he really did a good job. Yeah, I I really he thought did. he did yeah. a good job. He did. Yeah. We probably if I had to guess won't see him again maybe we will just older but you know he's such a young actor i mean i guess yeah. they can make him look older but anyways when um deke and mac are with him and they're at they're at the spot of the uh of this the sale that's about to go down and daisy you know calls in on the walkie-talkie and she reveals to deke that he is uh wilford malik yeah or excuse me he is wilford um malik's son no, Wait. he is Wilford Malick. Freddy. Oh, yeah. Fred. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah sorry. Sorry. Yeah. It's okay. No. Brain fart here. So, anyways, anyways, the point is he's a Malick, right? And then yeah. so they reveal that, and then um, the best is when Mac hears that news, and they just, they're saying all these things, and he says, head of Hydra. And th- I love this part. Oh, and yeah. I wish, I yeah. wish we could have seen more. But, like, you could just see in Freddie's face, he says, how do you know that word? Yeah. Yeah. He was like, blown away and and that's the one thing we don't we see the hydra logo and we know from season was it four whenever um 
Uh, whenever Simmons was stuck on that planet, we we saw the story of like the ancient origins of Hydra and yeah. how it was existed long before the Red Skull. So we know that Hydra is around to some degree, but like because you even see the logo on the little um, yeah the vial the yeah. vial. But you could just see Freddy. He's like, "How do you know that word?" Yeah. And then it just ends. And well, it doesn't end, but that that his, moment yeah, ends. His his interaction with the group is over right yes. there because yeah. then he hightails it out of there. Well, the Chronicoms show yeah. up right, right. after yeah. that. Yeah. So, so that was a it was really awesome. Also, just a tad bit disappointing. I wanted to see more of that because I just love when there's like reveals like that. Yeah. And yeah, whenever there's a a major character or a key character who is just like dumbfounded. Like I want to see more of like what's what's going on in their mind, you know. So, yeah. anyways, with that in mind, let's talk about some speculation. I know you guys are excited to get into it. So, thinking of the the major plot lines of the episode, anything that you think you know want to talk about in either what happened or what's to come. Um, I think one of the important parts that was happening and it was the solidification of them jumping through time. Yeah. Um, I think we all kind of knew that it was going to happen, but. You know, this episode, you know, solidified the fact that they're going to be hopping through time to yeah. important parts of uh, of history and, you know, working um, things out as they go along. And you're going to see a lot of uh, fish out of water kind of yeah. stuff throughout the season. Yeah, I love I love the fact that it, it I mean, it's confirmed that they're going to jump through through time. However, yeah. the one thing I didn't necessarily like about it is that the Zephyr is going to determine when they get to leave. Like, I, yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of that being the only reason why they I, why they're jumping through time? I would have much rather seen. Okay, we need to go into the other another t- uh, jump point or whatever they called it. A tide. Um, yeah, we need to go there uh, to stop it from happening or yeah. to unravel this, rather than the Zephyr having like an automatic kill switch to where they're like, oh, it, it's time to jump, and they yeah. only have like twenty four. What you say? Twenty four days, twenty four hours, twenty four. Yeah, weeks. that you're not going to have yeah. that choice. Yeah, she said gonna... it could be, She has no idea. Yeah, she yeah. has no idea. Yeah, but uh, it would it would have been it probably would have been more interesting if it had been like something like. Oh well, there's a the disturbance over here now, so we need to to jump. That's now the important disturbance, yeah. you know. You know that, that that probably would have been a more interesting way to do that. It was kind of creates an unnecessary like time element to what could potentially ha- be happening in every episode. Yeah, yeah, and time time travel is confusing, and it's sometimes difficult to portray in a show or movie. Yeah, I mean, I'm currently struggling to think about what this means because in my mind, I'm like. Okay, the the two Chronicoms that were alive, that they were at odds with in the first two episodes here, like, I, I guess I would imagine that they would go through time first, and then S.H.I.E.L.D. is chasing them, but th- they happen at the same time. Right. Like, they didn't get out of there before S.H.I.E.L.D. did. Like, yeah. they were there, and they said, we gotta go now, they too. They left at the same time, pretty yeah, much. So it feels like they left at the same time. And, and I yeah. feel like in, in episode one... It was described. Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't it like? Isn't Fitz like dictating this in some way? Like when Zephyr One jumps to different points in time. Like I could have sworn that Gemma said um, that he just sends them coordinates and then they go. Right. I know. I believe oh. he established when the tides were the best points in time where if they pulled a thread, it would change the course of history. I think he established those moments. Okay. Therefore, yeah. Uh, Acknowledging he, the ties, the time, the time tides, or whatever. Yeah, I, I think he was like, yeah, he he could tell where these moments were, but he he wasn't the one that was like saying, okay, this is how we when we go to these times or how yeah. we get to these times. It's like here's the here's the list of things you can do, but we don't have any control over when we get to those yeah. items. Okay, yeah, 
I'm always going to be the guy that's like a few paces behind as I think about time travel, <laughs> which means we're going to be in we're going to be in store for a long season of me yeah. trying to <laughs> discern to decipher this. Well, you know? here, let me, well, let me add this real quick. We can drop. Okay. It. We can take it if we want to, or you can leave it here. But okay, so if we're talking about time travel here. Uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe established the Endgame timeline to where if you go in the past, yeah, you there's a precedent. A, yeah, set. you create a different alternate timeline, which now becomes your future. If yeah. we're going on that timeline, what? How is Agents of Shield going to play into that? Or are they just going to do their own timeline rules, like maybe Back to the Future style? But are they connected still? Is time still? Uh, exist the same way it does in the MCU? Uh, right. Or what, how are they going to play this up? Like, So are we speculating here that they are going to try to uh, do the MCU style and have a different timeline? Because if so, they may have already done that when they uh, went back, or when they went into the future uh, in the previous... Uh, yeah. Two seasons ago. Yeah, two seasons ago. Season five. Season yeah. five. So, yeah. I don't know. What are your guys' speculations there on how they're going to yeah, do Yeah, I think they, I think they could headcanon that and fix that. Because that that season happened uh, right before Infinity War, right, which was obviously before Endgame. I, so what I'm reading, and I don't know what it means, but that there's going to be deep ties to the greater MCU. Okay, yeah. So I've seen that report all over the internet talking about this season, and we see a little bit of that um, previewing episode three with something from. Another Marvel show. I guess can I say it? I guess I can say it. Yeah, so I mean, it right. Well, yeah. before you do, I want to okay. point out that okay. the the previews for the next episodes they, they they're giving away some zingers, man. Like that we, we would love to see unravel as we're watching live. True. For example, the episode yeah. two we just watched, the the Hydra reveal and Red Skull, Johann yep. Schmidt was mentioned in the trailer. Yeah, and I really would have loved to hear that play out. Maybe we should stop. Like when I watch the episode live, it just comes on. It just comes on. Yeah, but yeah. when I go on. Hulu and rewatch the episode, it's not there. So maybe I just need to stop yeah. watching those little right. teaser trailers. So uh, going back to a little bit of the time travel thing, okay. I think um, if they can figure out a way where they have more control of when they jump, I feel like you can do like a multiple timeline type situation where they might mess something up and have to backtrack and fix something and then go forward to try to get the line that they want. But I feel like it's going to be a relatively straight line in the sense of keeping it kind of on the same timeline. Since if they, they can't don't control it, yeah. Since they yeah. Can, since they don't have any way to deal with anything, um, I feel like it'll be difficult to show like that kind of passage and them fixing their real world. If you know, there's no way for them to get back to that real world. Um, so it, I think if we end up seeing unfolding of them getting a little bit more control of when they jump. We could end up seeing like this multi multiple timelines play out a little bit stronger. Okay. Okay. Again, my head's gonna hurt a lot. As we think about, <laughs> but that's okay. I think it's everybody's good. is, but as long as we're, I mean, as long as we stay focused on the yeah. end, the end goal, the end mission here, uh, I think we can. I need to go back justify. and watch episode one and get an idea again, because Gemma, when they first show up, Gemma was describing the whole tides thing yeah. and jumping through time, and I, I guess I just thought that Fitz was gonna play. A bigger role, and man, I mean, there wasn't a single mention of Fitz in episode two. No, no, no not, not at mention, all. Which, again, I'm, I, there was all the rumors that he wasn't even on set for like all, or maybe mo- at most, or maybe all of the season. I really hope that's not the case because yeah. I'm just dying for Fitz to come in. I, I feel like he's going to come in and save the day at like episode eleven. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like three episodes left, and he shows up, and he's gonna be like, he's gonna have the key factor to save, to Every, save the everyone. Day. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, it'll be really interesting to see what's next and and what what they do in these different time jumps too. Because I, I I hope that there's multiple references to a lot of MCU right stuff. which is what it appears to ha- happen in the the preview <laughs> for yeah. C- episode three episode three that's right yeah where they bring in some agent agent carter characters yep. yeah so, so susa right agent susa agent yeah. susa mm-hmm. who go ahead but yeah i just think it'll be really interesting to see what they do with him is is he going to be the only reference or are we going to see a peggy carter dude if we see peggy carter yeah, i have a feeling be... that this season of agents of shield might be like uh, marvel's greatest hits and as they go through time they're going to pick up uh, a few characters along the way or they're going to meet a few characters that have played key roles throughout the entire mcu in general yeah because there's a lot of uh supporting actors in the mcu films that are tv actors and yeah i feel like they can easily translate over to agents of shield and still give us that, that work yeah and yeah. still give us that continuity dude factor. yeah dude what okay hold on whoa Sorry. What if <laughs> what if we see like Bucky as as the assassin? Like the, the, if if Hydra is such an important part of this season, yeah. and he was Hydra's like ghost assassin for 70 years, you know, 60 years or whatever. Yeah. What if like they go to where like he kills the Starks or something? Whoa. Like what yeah. dude, what if we see Winter Soldier in, yeah. in Agents of Shield? Because he's mostly he was like a, a TV, TV actor. actor. He was right? in yeah. Once Upon a Time, is what he was on. That, dude, that would dude, be dude, a, dude, dude. like crazy thing. Like, yeah, or you know, even if they don't actually really, really show him, like they do, they use footage from the film, and you're just kind of like they're kind of they have to watch this because they know this is such an important yeah. action. And, or to be honest with you, I'd be I'd settle for them stumbling upon the facility that he's frozen in, and you just see him frozen yeah. in there, waiting, yeah. waiting to be unleashed on yeah. whatever target that is next. Oh, so. man, I'm getting excited. Okay, let's let's talk about something that's pretty important. We can get back to like what's going to come, more speculation. We need to talk about what the what the world is going on with Agent May. Yeah, yeah. We need to talk about this, man. Uh yeah, I it is a ridiculous situation that's happening with her. Like, I mean, it's it feels like uh, of course she it seems like her emotions are um are definitely messed up Gone, um yeah the f- one thought that came to me was there's possibly maybe um when she died maybe her soul got detached from her body is one idea that i was mm-hmm. thinking in the sense of like it got trapped maybe on the other side and something like that maybe that's what they're trying what may be something that would be interested with that that w- there would be a lot of interesting playoff there but wait, well actually which would tie in potential ghost rider uh connection to where he has to bring the soul or spirit yeah. back uh, of may but yeah. wow. uh, okay but i actually <laughs> do th- i yeah i know think about that one real quick but uh i do think it has to do with okay so Gemma and Fitz they went away with the Chronicoms. Yeah. And then they came back and they to save the day in the end of season six. six. So they inject her with something, and I feel like it's Chronicom based. And so, therefore, yes. I feel like she, yeah. in order to save May, they had to, I don't know, kind of yeah. make it, her a Chronicom in maybe, a way. Maybe. Maybe. So he references Enoch, is talking to May, and he references that. Um, something along the lines, I didn't, I didn't write this part down, but if I remember correctly, something along the lines of. Gemma, he says Gemma had a considerable amount of time yes. to, cr- I think he said create or use some sort of technology to help 
helps save her life. Yeah. And then she says, how much time? And he says, a considerable amount, which yes. that gets to something else, which I want to talk about Gemma here in a minute. But let's let's focus first on um, May, because she says uh, he's like Enoch says to her, how are you feeling? And then she responds, I'm not feeling anything. Yeah. Yeah. Which it looks like it. Right. She looks yeah. so emotionally. I don't even know. Like so. So gosh, it's so weird. So there's a lot of theories online like, you know. Is Izel still alive in oh, May? Yeah. Which, dear too. God, if that is the case, I'm going to be so upset. That would be pretty ridiculous. Yeah, please don't. Uh, it would be so, so disappointing. I, I'd much rather her see – I would much rather see her deal with, like, the emotional trauma. Yeah. Like, even though that's been done a million times in shows before yeah. than a ghost woman being alive inside her. I just yeah. didn't really like Izel. Like, I didn't really feel no, – Yeah, no. Yeah. It wasn't a really a character to latch on yeah. to. But I don't want you speaking that into existence anymore, so let's just yeah. okay, so straight away from yeah. that theory. Well, um, t- two theories that I've been – Here we go. Thinking about just as we kicks around in his free time, you know. Uh, yeah. Well, literally just as we've been sitting here right now. All right. Is uh, number one is that she is also a she is an LMD that and it May, isn't the yeah. real May. May is an LMD. Yeah. yeah, that May is an LMD. So a third May LMD technically, yeah. or a second May yes. LMD, right? Because there was one in the past. That's right. And number two, uh, kind of a long road here, but like I stated, potentially the loss of her soul. Would we see a Fitz Simmons situation and the Soul Stone? Whoa. What? Huh? Where either Fitz or Simmons has to um, has to give up their life to get the soul of of May back. Hmm. No. No. Yeah, say, no. I don't think so. That might be a little bit of a stretch there. Yes, I know that would be a little bit. Of a no, stretch, I mean I love crazy theories. Yeah. No, these are fun. Yeah. No. I, no yeah. I'm not trying to shut it down. Uh, it's just I, I, you know, there's the stones are such a crucial part of the movie movie franchises yeah. it's it's hard to imagine that they would pop up in um in agents of shield but it would be kind of cool to see Fitz <laughs> chase down the soul stone um i uh, mean but then i would just mean one of them has to die and i'm not ready for that right oh now. oh my gosh stop so, stop stop, yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah. all right um although i mean to be honest with you after this pause over i'm probably going to kick around the idea of ghost rider coming back and yeah well and yeah that, especially so. with the time travel stuff we could see a lot of different points in time maybe we could see ghost rider before he was in uh robbie oh yeah oh yeah johnny blaze a little johnny blaze action going on yeah different times i'm telling you man marvel of ages of shield greatest hits they're going to hit on every mcu highlight that i hope like every two episodes it's like another time you know okay can we um anything else on may from uh, you guys, I mean, I as much as I, I love to see them unfold what's going on with May. Yeah. I kind of wish that she was already original May in the first place. Yeah, uh, I do feel as though that would. I don't know the dynamic that's going on right now with everybody. I think she would just fit in just fine. Uh, yeah, no, nece- this is not a necessary B plot point that we really need to dive into. Sure, but I, I don't know. Yeah. I th- I think she's just I I I don't think Izel is alive inside her. I don't think she is a LMD or a Chronicom. I think she is just she's lost. The she's w- over it. Yeah, <laughs> but, but like so, it's like emotionally she's not there. But she was still like thinking about saving parts of the team. So there's yeah. a part yeah. of her that's still there, but not this like. I don't know. It's just so different, you know. So yeah. Um. Okay. So moving on from May, let's talk about Simmons for a second, okay? So wh- what do you guys think about when Enoch said Simmons had 
a considerable amount of time. Yeah. And then May says, how much time? And he says, a considerable amount. What are y'all's thoughts? How, how long do you think Gemma actually had to work on this technology? I mean, I mean, Zephyr 1 looks that crazy, yeah. right? Yes. Like, So it's clearly some amount of time. But I feel like when Enoch says considerable, he's yeah. like kind of being protective. Yeah. So what do you guys think about that? I mean, I think there's uh, definitely some interesting things at play there because – when you say considerable, you're thinking, you know, years to decades at the minimum. Yeah. And then if you're talking about that, then you're like, well, why does she look like she does now? Um, does she still looks young? Yeah. So why, how did she have decades to come up with this and not have aged? So that that's definitely something that, uh, like, something fishy has to be the happening. The only explanation that. would be LMD. If she is a chronicom. Mm. Whoa. An LMD Chronicom. Yeah, combo. a mesh. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's yeah. really what Coulson is. That's what Coulson is, and he's adva- advanced. I mean, what yes. if what if her and maybe Fitz spent all that time? Like, what if they, like, created – I mean, it would just be like if they created Chronicom versions of themselves so that their work could go on beyond their death. Like, what if they actually died, for example? And, but at, they, one, and at what point in the Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. seasons – <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> yeah, again, this time travel did, did stuff. that happen? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but the point is, like, I don't know. There's just something there when, when he's talking about the time, the amount of time it took. Because yeah, there's something fishy. Like to me, when he says considerable, I'm thinking multiple decades, maybe yeah. longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was saying decades, I was kind of low balling it. Yeah, but for sure, that was conservative, right there. Yes, yeah. the beginning of time, or is that what we're talking about? Like, I mean, yeah. I feel like what? Yeah, considerable. That I mean, that's a considerable amount of time. Yeah. Well, and actually, all you have to think about it like this: if you're talking about a chronicon, when they say considerable, that's not like a human saying considerable. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, because point. for me, a human, because of the lifespan issue, like chronicons are thousands of years old. Sometimes, so like when you're talking about considerable amount of time for a chronicon, you're t- you're talking about a long time because their lifespan is so much longer. Yeah. So well, it's do they die? I um, mean, they could like you know shut down. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> or I'm, melt as we've seen in episode one. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not a hundred percent sure about how how chronicons work. Like how that. they go out naturally? We've yeah. seen them go out not naturally, but. Yeah. Um, but I'm not sure how it goes with na- with naturally. But as as you saw, they were. I mean, you know, how many times you saw Enoch through time, and he was, you know, he, he's been around for, yeah, you know, such a long time, yeah, through through human history. So f- I believe for him to say a considerable amount of time means more than if it was a human saying considerable amount of time. Let, let's talk about Enoch too. Not making it on the plane. Yeah. And, oh yeah. He misses the he, time jump. He yes. misses the time jump, which again for him. It's like if if that happened to a human, mm-hmm. like because my the- my theory is he's gonna just wait around for twenty years right, until exactly. next, yeah. the next yeah. time they show up. Which uh, in previous seasons, uh, Enoch was literally just gonna stand there and watch Fitz for, for ninety uh, years. For ninety years, yeah. yeah, like that's all he was gonna do. Yeah, and, and then he's just chill comes out it. of, and then Fitz comes out, and they have their little uh, yeah. Fitz and Enoch adventures. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they did. Um, but uh, okay, so Enoch he misses his thing. The time jump, and right. he goes right back to the, the, the bar, the speakeasy, the speakeasy, yeah, yeah. Um, with Caning, and they're just having casual conversation of the future, just yeah, yeah, what Shield is to become, and yep. the role that he wants to play in yep. that type of deal. So, Enoch is the driving force. It was what yeah. I feel like. 
Yeah, I feel like Enoch is going to really, you know, advance them. Um, the progression of Shield, as Shield was always more advanced than traditional um, times, um, and so that would make a lot of sense if he was the driving force in that. And I think what he's just going to do is he's just going to kind of wait until he sees something weird happen, then he might he he might try to like hook back up with them. He's going to keep his eyes and ears open, be like you know, because he knows, you know, he has he has all the time in the world he's just waiting for him really. yeah <laughs> that now i think about it, that was a fascinating little scene with caning and, and enoch back at the uh the speakeasy so he says i want to know everything there is to know about robots and he says chronicoms you know he can he, he corrects him <laughs> he's like whatever you call yourselves or whatever yeah but it's like okay he also references grandchildren which i think is the canings like the it was triplets, or was it more than? It was triplets, the it two. Was, it was minimum triplets. Yeah. I don't remember exactly how many there were. But he says his grandchildren. What if, like, could they be chronicoms? Whoa. Like, the that's how that's how canings are always around with S.H.I.E.L.D., because they're, cause they're actually chronicoms. Yeah. I mean, I mean, th- there was that theory for a while. Well, but that Ward were, killed one of them. So. Yeah, but they, but he, yeah, um, they uh, got knocked off in a... Not so fun way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Maybe not. But that that's a fun little thought. Either way, either way, you can see. Again, this gets back to my first comment of our of our show tonight, where it's like they abandoned after one episode. They gave up on the whole, you know, ripples not waves thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, hey, uh, Canning, we're actually from the future. How about you come join up join us on our super cool jet from like <laughs> you know year three thousand fifty, and uh, yeah, fly around with us. And then like now he's left to think about like visitors from the future and this robot making him some special martini that he's never had before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Or, or maybe that was a little reference to the fact that maybe that was just a ripple or nothing at all. Maybe that was supposed to happen. Yeah. Again, this... Yeah. Again, well, I time mean, travels. When they went to the speakeasy, originally, they said that this is a key focal point on how S.H.I.E.L.D. comes to be. Yeah. And they never said how that happens. Yeah. So it could be that it happened all along that way. But yeah. yeah. But then again, that goes on the is a timeline like Back to the Future style timeline where things happen and changes the future. I, I it could, time obviously. Gosh, yeah. I hate. <laughs> like I love time travel. So many different, but it's also yeah. it's also yeah. it hurt, it hurts confusing. my head. Time is its own worst enemy. Is that speakeasy the first uh, the first base, or was that was in some other place? The first. Remember that brick ha- the the brick uh, base they had. In the earlier season, yeah, in the earlier season, like the very like first space they ever had. I can't you think remember. that might be because a very bricky building. It looked like an older building. Yeah, but was it in New York though? That was the only thing that yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. I felt, like being... was, I felt like the beginning seasons were more based in the West Coast. Yeah, I think it was in like California. Or okay, okay, yeah. Just kind of a quick little thought that came to mind, maybe. But, no, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Okay. Well, we're almost done here. Any other closing thoughts? Speculation for what's to come? Any other? Rev- any other thoughts on? Episode two, before we kind of break? Well, what's to come? I I mean, I'm a firm believer now that with the reveal of who's going to play a role in episode three, Agent Carter alum, uh, I really feel as though we are going to get like Ghost Rider. I feel like we're, I honestly feel like we're getting Ghost Rider later in the season. We're getting Ghost Rider later in the season because he was a a fan favorite as far as the whole show goes. Uh, So we're going to get Ghost Rider. And I'm also a firm believer that we're going to get like the greatest hits. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Yeah. And I'm speaking this into existence. All right. Yeah. Not um, what you said. Tyler. I love it. I love it. 
But yeah, um, I think uh, two two things that are gonna that are gonna be important that are coming up is first of all, one thing we didn't talk about was Yo Yo and where her powers. Oh are. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So that was interesting. Why her powers aren't really working? Is it based off of she threw out the idea of a shriek? Um, I think it's also possibly just potentially maybe there's something with the um, with the arms that the she arms? has that yeah. that are you know kind of dampening. <laughs> they weren't powers. calibrated. Um, but <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Um, and. If I had to say, I'm gonna say that they're gonna. It's gonna be like 1949 that they're jumping to. That's where okay. I think it's gonna be. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, you okay. bring you bringing the yo-yo up is uh, okay. So I'm keeping track now of the B B plot points, and I feel like they're starting to add up right now. Um, yeah, let's hear it. Okay, so we have the main mission, which is to stop the chronic chronicoms. Yes. Okay. Yep. But now we have the B the B storylines. Okay, here let's count them out here. We got May. What's going on with me? Yeah. Dude. We have Yo-Yo. What's going on with Yo-Yo? Yeah. Where's Fitz? It wears Fitz. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, how long did Simmons have to do yeah, this? How long did they do this before? Uh, and so they're adding up. Yeah, and Enoch. Oh, yeah. Enoch, yeah. Enoch yeah. is now somewhere else and not with the team. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude. Uh, we have, I mean, Freddie got the vial to... Uh, to somebody. To somebody going on to, quote-unquote, Johann Schmidt maybe yeah. getting it. Yeah. But, so all of these storylines... I don't know. I just yeah. feel like it, maybe it might, it might be getting too much. Yeah, it does seem like they are definitely building up to something that is going to be uh, – there's going to be a lot of dominoes to fall in a relatively quick succession. So yeah. hopefully they can I mean, I'm fine handle they, it. I'm fine if they start wrapping some up like in the previ- in the next episode. Like, as far, like every episode wraps up something. Yeah. Yeah, it, w- it would be it would be good to see, especially like the the May and the Yo Yo ones. Yeah. I feel like those can be knocked out relatively early in the yeah. season. Because so I would hate to see that dragged out yeah. through the entire season, and yeah. we barely yeah. get closure in episode thirteen. Like, yeah, especially when you're talking about potentially the two most powerful members of their team, uh, or two out of the three most powerful members of their team. Yeah. You know, kind of handicapped. You know. Uh, through most of the season would be kind of like kind of an annoying idea. But when you mentioned the two out of the three, I'm assuming the third one is Quake, right? Yes. And uh, the the scene where uh, Coulson and uh, Daisy are talking to each other and like, how are we going to handle this? Oh, I'll Quake something and you and you shoot. Like it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just it was good yeah. play. Good play there. It was good. Well, listen, boys. I think I'm done. I think I'm ready for ready to go to bed. Yeah. Um, but episode two is awesome. Can't wait for episode three. Only a few days away. Um, we will be back to cover it next week, so be sure you subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at Royal Geek Pod. Um, leave us a five-star review, if you don't mind, on Apple Podcasts um, and anywhere else where you can leave reviews. I don't know how podcasts work on other sites, so that's fine. I'm sure you can do it on Google. Um, but, yeah, you guys got any last last words before we kind of get out of here? Um, Just, you know, well. You're kind of out of order if you're doing listen to this episode right now, but you know there, we have a uh, uh, some recaps of earlier seasons and a preview of this season and an episode for uh, recap of the first episode. So yep. if you haven't had a chance to get to those, uh, great way to you know catch you up and let you know what is happening currently up to this point. Yeah, see where our ideas were wrong, dead wrong. That's right, and, uh, or where we were where we were right. Sorry, yeah, that's a, like, yeah. So far, I, mean, I feel like. I feel like we have a lot of rights so You've far. done well, <laughs> yeah. which is you know par for the course. So you've done well. 
Um, but yeah, so that's been episode two. Know your onions. Uh, hope you guys uh, enjoyed it. Uh, we're going to get on out of here. So for my good friends, Justin and Anthony, this is T-Roll signing off and saying thank you for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.